Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With the holidays coming up and the end of the year approaching, things are getting a bit busy and a bit stressful. So why not take a few major things off your plate, like meal planning and grocery shopping? HelloFresh cuts out the stress of planning out your menu and delivers easy-to-follow and delicious recipes right to your door which means you can enjoy cooking and get dinner in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers over 23 recipes each week, featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients for you to choose from. Choose from low-calorie, carb-smart, vegetarian, or pescatarian menus, or family-friendly, like we did. And get every single recipe packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers that is all pre-portioned for your convenience. That way you can cut down on grocery bills and food waste. This week, we made the teriyaki pork luau bowl, and it was absolutely amazing. I am normally pretty cooking challenged, but this recipe was so easy to follow that I had no problem, and the food was on the table before I knew it. 
HelloFresh now owns Green Chef, which you guys know I've talked about and raved about before. My new favorite thing is to switch between the two and make a perfectly curated menu that my family loves. Now you can get a discount from both. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MorningCup10 and use the code MorningCup10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash MorningCup10. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder... Seemingly innocuous events can change the course of our lives. On December 28, 1938, a man was born who would go on to kill seven teenaged boys. A man who, prior to witnessing a motorcycle accident, was considered a completely normal family man. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Anatoly Slivko was born on December 28, 1938, in the Soviet Union. On the surface, he was a typical married man and father of two children. In reality, he had known he was gay since puberty, something he felt he could not act on due to his location and the time period. Then in 1961, when he was 23 years old, something happened that would change his life forever. Anatoly just so happened to witness an accident involving a drunk motorcyclist swerving into a group of pedestrians. He hit a teenage boy wearing a scouting uniform who lay convulsing in his death throes. As he looked on at the carnage, Anatoly experienced sexual excitement. In that moment, the family man learned a dangerous thing about himself, that watching a teenage boy die turned him on. Just three years later, he would take his first victim, and for about two decades, he would molest unconscious young boys in an attempt to recreate the violent death he experienced that day during the crash. And finding young victims was extremely easy for him, because in addition to being a wonderful family man, he was also running a children's club. Once or twice a year, Anatsley would form a close bond with one of his students— always between the ages of 12 and 15, and tell the boy that they were running an experiment. An experiment that involved controlled hangings to stretch the spine, which he assured them had a number of health benefits, and reenacting a historical scene where a Nazi tortured a young scout during the Second World War. He assured them that, once they fell unconscious, he would revive them right away. The boy was dressed in a scouting uniform, a new one for each boy, told not to eat for several hours before the experiment, loaded onto the hanging apparatus, and, once they lost consciousness, Anatoly would unknowingly undress them, fondle them, and then film them in various poses while he masturbated. When he was finished, he would wake them up and send them on their way. Over the course of 22 years, he persuaded 43 boys to partake in his experiment. 36 walked away unaware of what had happened to them, but seven others weren't so lucky. In those cases, the boys were dismembered, had gasoline poured on their body parts, and set on fire to remind Anatoly of the smells he experienced that day in the crash. In almost every case, Anatoly walked away with some trophies and photos to look at at a later date to help stimulate his masturbatory fantasies. When those failed to work, he would simply find a new victim. 
The first to die at the hands of this monster was a 15-year-old boy named Nikolai Dobroshev, a boy who fell unconscious during the experiment and would not wake up. According to Anatoly, he never really intended on killing his victims. But when Nikolai would not wake up, he was forced to dispose of him. Less than a year later, he took his second victim, a boy named Alexei Kovalienka. Shortly after that, Anatoly began operating a tourist club for boys called Shurgid, after the first one had burned down in a fire. A number of families followed him to this new club, and he was extremely popular amongst the children, parents, and community members. In fact, he received a number of honors for his work with the youth, and local newspapers regularly published stories about the work he was doing. No one had any idea the horrors happening behind the doors of the clubs. Eight years passed before he took another life. This time, it was 15-year-old Alexander Nezmianov. And two years after that, it was 11-year-old Andrei Pagazian. Andre's mother told police that, just before her son went missing, he and Anatoly Slivko were in a nearby forest filming something. But when they heard it was Anatoly, they thought nothing of it. In their minds, he was an upstanding member of society who couldn't possibly be involved in a boy's disappearance. In 1980, he took the life of 13-year-old Sergei Fatsiev. In 1982, it was 15-year-old Vyacheslav Kovestik. And finally, in 1985, he took his last victim, 13-year-old Sergei Pavlov, who disappeared just after telling a neighbor he was meeting with the leader of Chergig. It was Sergei's disappearance that finally caused some concern. A local prosecutor began investigating and took interest in what was happening at the boys' club. She questioned a number of the boys who claimed that they had suffered from, quote, temporary amnesia after going into an experiment with their beloved leader. An inquiry into his actions began that led to his arrest in December of 1985. And a few months later, Anatoly led investigators to the bodies of six of his seven victims. He was formally accused of seven murders, seven counts of sexual abuse, and seven counts of necrophilia. In June of 1986, he was sentenced to death. While awaiting his execution, Anatoly was brought in yet again for questioning. But this time, it wasn't about his own crimes. No, he was brought in and asked to help them identify and arrest an unknown serial killer active in Rostov Oblast who had killed, at this point, a minimum of 29 victims. He provided insight into how offenders like himself functioned, and though his information wasn't helpful in this particular case, they caught the killer in 1990. His name was Andre Chikatilo. Shortly after this interview, Anatoly Slivko was led to the execution chamber and shot to death by firing squad on September 16, 1989, when he was just 50 years old. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on December 29th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.